0: Now, the gag here is when we use our voice, right, <laughs> oftentimes the fear is, well, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I say too much? What if I um, say something that hurts someone? What if I say something that people laugh at? What if I say something and it's like, you know, and then I, I can't keep up with it. I fall on my face. What does that mean about me? What will people think about me? What will they say about me? What if I say something and people respond unfavorably? Um, what does that mean? What happens then, right? Um, And for many of us, that causes a great deal of anxiety. But the gag here is that it's actually not about how people respond at all. Whether we receive support or are shunned entirely based on the things that we say and the way that we choose to show up in the world and the way that we um, embody our truth, actually, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What's important is that we heard ourselves speak. Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the realities of making a living as a Henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, a tea-loving, shoe-collecting mother of three in constant search for the most poppin' pair of earrings and the perfect shade of red lipstick. I'm also a professional henna artist and business strategist who went from barely being able to piece together a fluid design to being the owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. I'm on a mission to help henna professionals to harness their skills and grow vibrant, profitable businesses that they absolutely love. If you want to make more money with your art, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, Hennepreneurs, welcome back to another episode of the Hennepreneur Podcast. Today, I want to chat with you about something that I am often asked about, and um, it's actually very personal um, for me, and it relates a lot to my identity, and also the way that the people around me, I guess, perceive me. Um, But it's one of the things that I have received a lot of credit for, a lot of um, praise for, and something that many times people will ask me about. And um, I haven't, (laughs) I don't know that I've actually uh, communicated, I guess, what my experience has been um, with you, but I figure, why not? Here is a perfect opportunity for us to connect on a little bit of a more personal level um, where I can share with you about this. So Today, I want to talk to you about self-honoring and what it means to be self-honoring and specifically what it means to be self-honoring in the context of using your own voice, okay? So some of the feedback that I receive from, you know, from friends, from colleagues, from uh, people in my professional network, people in my personal circle, uh, entrepreneurs, um, other entrepreneurs who um, come and work with me, this is feedback that I often get, is, you know, you're so confident. Uh, I love how you just put it all out there. Um, It's clear that you know what you want and you go and you get it. And um, there's a lot of hype and there's a lot of um, esteem that's given uh, to me Based on the way that I choose to communicate myself, and the way that I choose to open myself up to opportunity, the way that I choose to open myself up even to the potential for criticism, right? Um, obviously, you're here, you're listening to the podcast. This is a very visible space that I occupy, right? Um, and that's not just in you know the business side. That's not just happening for me as I'm marketing my Henna boutique or as I'm you know doing my work here inside of Hennapreneur. That also exists in my personal life and the way that I choose to uh, communicate about the things that I'm going through on a personal level, on a daily level, um, and through my own personal growth and development journey, right? But as much as I hear this feedback, um, well, let me take a step back. When I first began to receive feedback like this was years and years ago, and I actually was um, a little bit uncomfortable by it because uh, what it meant for me was like, it made me feel as though I always had to occupy a space where I was strong because people were looking at me. People were looking to me and they were looking for me to be a quote-unquote role model or um, an influence of some sort in their life. And so it made me um, feel that I had to be perfect. I had to have it together. I had to know just what was right at all times. I had to get it right. And it made me feel like um, if I was... Less than in any capacity, or if I was less, if I wasn't strong enough, if I wasn't good enough, um, that I couldn't actually use my voice to express those things either. Because if I did, then somehow that would make me a fraud. It would make me <laughs> fraudulent. I would disappoint the people around me, um, and all of this, right? And so um, early on, that was one of the challenges that I experienced as someone receiving this type of feedback. And also at the same time, I. Um, learned, right, over time, over experience, over my own growth journey, that none of that actually had anything to do with me and the stories that other people around me have uh, about me and who I am and um, the way that I present in the world actually is not my business, right? (laughs) What people think about you is actually not your business. It's of no consequence to you um, when you're living a life that's uh, well aligned and a life of integrity. And so... Um, uh, over time I came to, uh, learn and to feel truly that this gift, right, this gift, we can call it, that I have of, um, being willing to be uncomfortable and, and, and to be stretched and to put myself out there and to be, um, visible, all of these things, it it also comes with um, with a little bit of responsibility, we can call it. I'm actually very cautious and very conscious, very conscientious of the, the words that I use and um, the things that I say to people because I can recognize that in my journey um, and in the person who I've evolved to be, I can activate and I can trigger things in other people, um, which is wonderful, right, in terms of, you know, me being a business strategist and being a business coach and being a mentor, being a teacher, being an educator, of course, there's a lot of value in that. And also, um, you know, that comes with a lot of responsibility. So I share that with you so you can have a little bit of context of what that, what it has been like for me to be on the receiving end of such feedback. And also, can we talk about that? Can we talk about the feedback at all? Because there's like this romanticism that happens um, when you are engaging with someone uh, in the public space, someone who is very, you know, perhaps a public figure or someone who's very visible, um, someone who's an influencer or someone who you feel is, um, you know, more advanced than you perhaps in your journey, things like this, that I, I don't really want to, I don't want to perpetuate, <laughs> want to perpetuate the belief or the feeling that there there has to be this pedestal. In fact, I'd prefer not to be on the pedestal. (laughs) <laughs> is the truth is I'm I'm also human, right? I'm human. And just like, you know, just like you, just like anyone, I too, you know, I struggle with self-doubt and I struggle with fear and I struggle with what if and, uh, you know, what happens if I get that wrong. And um, similar to anyone, because this is, this is not unique to me, it's not unique to you, it's not unique to us as entrepreneurs. Um, this is something that every um, human being, right, experiences. Um, This is something that I've learned to also harness and to push through. Um, When I find myself falling into spaces of fear or spaces of of self-doubt or spaces where um, I feel less than or like I can't do it, uh, where I feel inadequate, right, I have learned over time to develop... um, to develop, uh, one, to develop uh, ways of coping with that and navigating with that. And part of that is I invest. I invest in myself. I invest in my personal journey. Um, I invest in coaching. I invest in therapy. Um, and both of those things, they serve a different role, and they help me to navigate the mindset shifts that come alongside of occupying new space, that come alongside of growing, of being visible, and of um, harnessing the power that is my voice, right? Right. So one of the things that I've learned is that there is indeed an incredible power in using my voice, right? Using my voice, it it allows for me to uh, express my needs, to share my perspectives, to implement or to uphold boundaries, um, and to ultimately live in a way that is self-honoring. Now, the gag here is when we use our voice, right? (laughs) Oftentimes the fear is, well, what if I say the wrong thing? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I say too much? What if I um, say something that hurts someone? What if I say something that people laugh at? What if I say something and it's like, you know, I've, and then I, I can't keep up with it. I fall on my face. What does that mean about me? What will people think about me? What will they say about me? What if I say something and people respond unfavorably? Um, what does that mean? What happens then, right? Um, and for many of us, that causes a great deal of anxiety. But the gag here is that it's actually not about how people respond at all. Whether we receive support or are shunned entirely based on the things that we say and the way that we choose to show up in the world and the way that we um, embody our truth, actually it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What's important is that we heard ourselves speak. Friend, what's the most important thing in you living a self-honoring life and in you embodying a self-honoring existence? is that when you speak, you hear yourself speak. You hear the words that you're saying. It's not about the people that are listening. It's about you living in alignment and living in integrity with who you desire to be and who you are at your core, right? One of the things that um, often comes up, and you know, inside of my program, every other week we have mindset coaching, right? We have these mindset coaching calls where we talk about life and um, what's getting in our way, what our thoughts are, what our struggles are. Right, it's literal, um, you know, opportunity space for us to talk about the the personal components. Of our businesses, right? Because it's not just <laughs> its not just we go and we start serving clients and that's that. We all have a home life, we all have a family, we all have friends, we have obligations and we have dynamics that also impact the way that we see ourselves in the world and, and those things matter. And so inside of our mindset calls, oftentimes these uh, sorts of themes will come up and we'll talk often um, about the concept of your inner child. So I want to introduce a little bit of that here so that you guys can have a bit more understanding of what I mean when I say it's important when we hear ourselves speak. This is why. Each of us has an inner child or a younger, a smaller, more vulnerable version of ourselves inside who needs to feel safe and cared for. And when we use our voice to advocate for our own wants and needs and desires, what we do is we show that smaller, more vulnerable version of ourselves that they can trust us. They can trust the adult version of us. Recently a entrepreneur reached out and asked me, Chelsea, how can I how can I increase my self-trust? I hear you talk about self-trust. What does that actually mean? How can I do better at that? How can I trust myself more? And this really is one of the most important lessons or or tips if you will that I could offer. We want to be aware of that smaller version of us, that inner child, if we could call it. We need to be aware of what it takes for them to feel secure. What does the small version of you need to feel secure, to feel safe, to feel cared for, to feel loved, to feel protected, right? When you can identify that, and then you, in your current state, can operate, can live in the world in a way that offers some security for that smaller version of you, it also allows for the adult version of you to show up to the party, <laughs> right? In, in you being aware and leaning into the needs of your inner child or that smaller version of you and you using your voice to advocate for, for, that, for those needs, for those wants, for those desires, for what's going to allow you to have an experience that feels secure, an experience in which you can feel confident an experience in which you can feel empowered, right? That allows for the adult version of you to show up to the engagement, to show up to the appointment, to show up to meet with the, with your partner, to show up for hard conversations, rather than the small, wounded, rejected, hesitant, scared, or otherwise resistant version of us that craves security, also known as the comfort zone, right? even if it's no longer comfortable for us anymore. If you can imagine, if you're a parent, you know, you can imagine, you know, your child acting up, they don't want to participate, they don't want to participate, they don't want to participate, and you're like dragging them, it feels like, you're dragging them to, you know, come on, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. And they don't want to be there, they don't want to be present, they don't want to be participant of the experience. That is exactly what happens internally when our inner child or our smaller version of ourself feels unprotected. And so when we feel unprot- unprotected and when we feel vulnerable in that way, it makes it very, very hard for us to feel aligned with making steps towards the uncomfortable, making steps towards what is aligned, making steps towards those things that actually bring us joy and peace today in the adult and more healed version of ourselves, right? And so... For me, what I have found is that in using my voice to express these things, what is it that I want? How is it that I want to feel? How is it that I'm feeling right now, right? What were, the, what were my thoughts around a particular experience? What expectations do I need to set? What boundaries do I need to implement? What fears do I have? What am I excited about? What do I want that I've been so scared to verbalize, to vocalize, to allow for people outside of myself to know about me, right? All of these things, they are a part of who I am. They form a part of my identity. And just like you, you have these things. You have wants, you have desires, you have fears, you have wishes, you have goals, you have aspirations, you have trauma, right? You have experiences that have formed you and shaped you into the person who you are. And how often do we hide away from people? We shy away from vulnerability. We shy away from the opportunities to be seen for fear that The world will reject us when they get to know these parts of us. But when you use your voice, friend, when you use your voice to express, to shine light on these parts of you, oh my God. What you do is you create a space. You literally create a container in which the people around you get to choose. Do they want to love you and accept you and support you for who you actually are? Or are you inadvertently allowing them to only know a version of you that not even you are satisfied with? My challenge to you, friends, is that you sit down, and I'm going to make the invitation for you to journal or to meditate or to otherwise, you know, jot down the things that you want, the things that you feel or the things that you desire, but that you've been too afraid to say out loud. And then once you've got them down on paper, I want you to practice saying these words. I want you to practice using your voice to actually express what it is that's aligned for you. I want you to practice, and this is even if it's just in the mirror, use your voice to actually speak the words that are on your heart, that are in your mind, and that are aligned with the best and your most favorite version of you. And if you're bold enough, hey, come over into the entrepreneur community on Facebook. You can come and share it with us there. We'll hold space for you. <laughs> we'll hold space for you, right? It's a safe space. You can come in and you can let us know what are these things that you have been too afraid, too afraid to share prior. You've got a community behind you that'll be happy to rally around you and tell you how it's all possible, right? I want you to remember, friends, it actually doesn't matter how people respond at all. That says more about them than it does about you. If someone is unwilling to accept you for who you are, when you advocate for yourself, when you choose to use your voice in an empowered way, in a way that keeps you aligned and operating from a place of integrity, wow, I mean if that person decides that (laughs) you're not the person for them, (laughs) you're not the artist for them, you're not the friend for them, you're not the companion for them, I would say, my friends, good riddance. You've done your job. You've actually protected yourself. You've actually protected that smaller version of you by filtering out the people who aren't, who don't have the capacity to accept you for who you are and for what it means to you to live your best life. And that's a win, (laughs) right? How people respond doesn't have anything to do with you. And it says more about them than it does about you. What does matter is that you stand in your truth and that you honor your own lived experience and that you honor the things that you want and need and that you advocate for yourself when and where appropriate and that you don't hide away your voice and hide away your power. I want you to take up space I want you to take up space and do it unapologetically. I want you to get comfortable with your voice, I want you to get comfortable saying what you need, saying what you mean, saying what you want. And in doing that, inevitably, inevitably, what you'll find is that your lived experience will also change. And so long as the words that you speak are aligned with the actions that you take, my friend. The only option is for you to see yourself progressing towards the things that are the most important to you, those things that you desire and that allow for you to feel fulfilled and, again, honoring of self. There's your homework, if you will. Please do sit down, jot these things out, identify what it is that you want to feel, um, the things that you want, the things you desire, the things that you crave, um, but you've been too afraid, perhaps, to say aloud, to share with others and um, practice saying these things. Say it in the mirror, say it before bed, say it in the morning, right? It only takes a couple seconds, but I want you to get into the habit of hearing your own voice. Proclaim what is important to you, what matters to you, If you're not already a member of the Hennepreneur community, I do. I want to invite you over. You can find the link to the community in the show notes or by visiting hennepreneur.com slash community. When you come inside, there are a couple of questions that I'll ask you. Go ahead and answer those. Fill them out drop in your email address. When you do that, I'll send over some goodies to you straight to your inbox that will help you with where you're at in your business right now. And if you find that you know, you're know you looking for some extra support, you want to experience coaching like this, you want to experience um, more strategic um, you know, consulting and things like that, if you are ready, <laughs> if one of these things that you're saying to yourself is, I want to grow my head in the business, I want to bring in more clients, I want to, um, you know, make more money with my Art. I want to feel more fulfilled. I want to be the artist in my area. Look, I'd be happy to support you. Reach out. Reach out and I'll, I'll connect you with the program that's the best fit for you based on where you're at right now. All right? I'm going to leave you with this, friends, and I want to encourage you once more. Live a self-honoring life. Stop hiding your voice. Use your voice. There's power in it. You are so worthy and you are so deserving of every good thing. All right, bye for now. Hey friend, I just want to give you a quick thank you for tuning into this episode of the Hennepreneur podcast. And I hope that you're really enjoying connecting with me in this way. You can find links to all of the content shared today in the show notes located at hennapreneurcom podcast. If you enjoyed the show and would like to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get access to all of the new episodes and to surprise bonus episodes as well as soon as they're released. I'd be so grateful to you if you'd take a moment to rate and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well. This helps me to reach more artists like you who would love and benefit from the show. For more ways to connect and work with me or to join me inside of the Hennapreneur community, pop over to hennapreneur.com. I can't wait to support you as you chase your big audacious goals one henna design at a time.